You know, in the world of sales, we have no problem coming up with a book of do wrongs. But rarely do we recognize even one do well. Today on The Sales Life, we are riffing out of the book, Relentless Solution Focus by Dr. Jason Selk. And we're going to talk about the do wells. Stay tuned. All right. Welcome to another edition of The Sales Life. I am your host, Marsh Bice. And The Sales Life on sales is strictly for those in the sales profession that are looking to amplify their game using the nine C's. The nine C's that it takes to be effective in sales is communication, connection, curiosity, creativity, consistency, continuous learning, being coachable, handling the criticism, and also courage. That's a skill too. And see, these are skills that you already have. But many times, man, we burn out in the sales profession because we forget that we have all of these nine C's. And we have to amplify those things to be more effective and plus size to the game. The biggest thing for me in the sales life is to keep you in the sales profession because sales is a wonderful business. And even if you don't finish a career in sales, it's a transferable skill, which is why I have the sales life for those who are not in the sales profession, building the life skills. So you can transfer these skills in and out of your personal and professional life. No matter what you do in life, you can always take sales with you and you can always transfer these skills to do more, be more, and have more. Welcome to another edition. If this is your first time here, welcome to The Sales Life. Also, I invite you over to check out over 634 episodes of The Sales Life, which is taking the skills that we learn by the profession and apply those to your personal life, how to do that. And this is the sales life on sales, which is devoted strictly to those in the sales profession. Now, I've been all over the book, Relentless Solution Focus by Dr. Jason Selk. So much so that episode 634 that comes out this week on the sales life comes out on Wednesday is going to be talking about having a attack mentality versus a victim mentality. Because sometimes we just get in this victim mindset and we get in the state of overwhelm when what you have to do is you got to be on the attack and you're attacking one thing. Even if it's a slight little improvement, you're always being relentless on the attack mode. But today I had something else I was going to talk about. I was actually going to riff off of Josh Hoffman's book about always kicking the ball the same way. But we're going to scrap that and we're going to do something else that I think is more important. We'll come back. No, no shade on Josh, man. We're going to come back around to him hopefully next week and talk about that because that's equally important too. But sales is a tough business. I mean, it's the only business that I know that you go to work purposefully to fail, but that's the only way that you end up succeeding. And so we got to fail more than we win in order to succeed, right? And so along the way, because as humans, we're naturally wired for negativity. And it's ignited even more, more oppressive when you get into sales. Because all we do, for the most part, most of the day, is get rejected. It's no, 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 no. Yes, 
no, 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 yes. With phone calls, with leads, with physical customers, dude, it's just no, 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 no. But that's the way that we find the yeses also. So I think this episode is super important, man, because if you have a bunch of salesmen standing around talking, they ain't talking about do wells. <laughs> They're really talking about how the deal went wrong, how the manager went wrong, how the whole situation went wrong, how your whole month is going wrong, how this you know economy is going, whatever, because we're wired for that. And so we have no problem talking about the do wrongs. But Dr. Jason Selk says a key part of mental toughness is learning to recognize the do-wells. See, the do-wells is not about the size. It's about the significance. And what's significant is if it promotes your personal and professional health, then it's do-well. There's no ranking system for a do-well. And when I first started the sales life, I don't even know what episode it is. It may have been like episode 20. I talked about my five by five method and I was at the bottom of the bottom in life. And so my five by five was think about five wins today, followed by the, the five beats that I have to hit every single day in order to be successful. And so it was kind of a cadence for me because I was surrounded by negativity. I was surrounded with damn near going under. Mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally. And so I had my five by five method. And this kind of bridges off of that. Because the do wells, as Dr. Jason Selk says, actually force your mind to think about what you're doing well. And see, a key word is it forces your mind to think about what you're doing well. Because you're not going to think about anybody when you think about a high performer, when you talk to a high performer and you say, bro, you had a good game. Many times they're going to tell you about where they missed. Yeah, but I should have done this. I missed this play when this, you know, my footing was all wrong. I, you know, I got called for this, whatever. And so they're talking about the do wrongs. And a key part of your mental toughness is learning to recognize the do wells. And it doesn't mean that you're satisfied. It doesn't mean that you lay up. It's not a participation. Oh, good job, Johnny. You get a participation ribbon. No, it's learning to recognize that in a profession of sales, I got to focus in on the do wells because not every sale is going to result in a deal. But every sale will result in many do-wells. So you have to ask yourself, so this way you don't get sucked down into this vortex, this sludge of defeat. What did I do well on this deal? Many times I, when I talk to sales, I say, man, you did a good job on that. He's like, I didn't, I didn't sell anything. I mean, I, I just spent two hours with him. I say, yeah, but you know, you know how many times they tried to leave? You know how many times when they were like, no, there's, there's no way this is going to happen. And you kept showing them different models 
and you kept coming back with different ideas and different perspectives. And every time you got another few more minutes, you got another few inches along the way. And as you did that, it made all the difference in the world. So I do well because it's got no ranking. It's anything that promotes your personal and professional health. And initially, when you first hear of a do well, you think that it's mentally soft, right? And you think, well, you know, that ain't hardcore. It's a key part of mental toughness. And I'm gonna tell you why. But Dr. Selk, he don't work with just the average Joe. He's working with NFL standouts, Navy SEALs, high-powered CEOs, Olympians. And the fabric of mental toughness is he teaches them and forces them to find in every situation, if it promotes your personal or professional health, to do well. Doesn't mean you give up, doesn't mean you let up, but it's a do well. Check the box, count that, and bridge off of that. See, the whole basis of the book, Relentless Solution Focus, is being just that, relentless about being focused on finding the solutions. That's what it's all about. And so when you have that RSF, as he calls it, Relentless Solution Focus, and because you force your mind to focus on a do-well. What do you think? Of course, it's going to be a part of the mental toughness. Because think about like this. If, if all you're focused on is a do-wrong, then you're problem-focused. And so when do-wrongs come up, it's like a dryer sheet. <laughs> the problems keep attaching to you. And because all you're doing is you're focused on the problem, then you seem to attract more problems. This is when you can't win for losing. This is when if I offer to buy it for the customer, they wouldn't buy it. Every customer keeps burning off and hanging up on me. I can't get anything going and everybody else is selling something. It's because you are focused on the do wrongs and you're not working your do wells. So let me tell you an example of a do well. I got to work on time. I got up 30 minutes early and worked out. A do well is saying I had the urge to drink, but I didn't because I know my tendency. If I crack one open, I'm a knock nine. If you had that sense of urgency, that yearn to want to pacify yourself because it was a long, wrong day. But see, when you focus on the do well and you say, man, last night I was close to cracking that open, but instead I went and exercise. It's a do well. The do well is that you got up on time. You got up 30 minutes early. A do well is I read three pages. A do well is I made 10 phone calls. A do well is I worked with four customers today. It's not a do result. It's a do well. What did you do in these situations? What did you do well today? And see, when you start to point out these things, and because you're forcing yourself to do these things, then what do you think about when a problem pops you in the mouth? This is why Dr. Selk teaches Olympians 
NCOs, in Navy SEALs, and special operations, and NFL standouts. This is why he teaches this. Because nothing is ever going to go perfect. There's never going to be a perfect performance. There's never going to be a perfect operation. There's going to be things that pop up out of nowhere. And what do you do then? Well, if you're wired for do wrong, you're going to go wrong. But if you're wired up for a do well, and because you force yourself to think about this, then when the situation pops up, you're always looking for a solution. So that way you don't spend your emotional and, and, and physical currency on talking about, oh, how unfair this is. Oh, my gosh, nobody taught me how to do this. Oh, my God, I didn't get the right training. Oh, my gosh, I want to fire my coach. It's not even about that. It's here's the play. Boom, get on it. See, these are little bitty things. The reason why people don't even think about the do-wells is because it seems ins insignificant. I think there was a whole book written about some admiral who talked about make your bed. It's a do-well. I emptied the dishwasher. It's a do-well. I washed my clothes. That's a do-well. I helped my wife around the house. That's a do-well. I text her that I love her. That's a do-well. See, all these things, man. But what's crazy is because in a scale sort of kind of way, the wrongs have a heavier feel to them. So they feel more significant. And we don't give the right significance to the do-wells because the do-wells are light. And we feel like if I recognize myself for that, like I'm just letting myself off the hook. No, I'm not. I'm actually <laughs> leveling up. And I'm calling myself out for the good things. They need improvement. Sure. But what did you do well? And so this is a key component on developing confidence. And I've been talking about confidence. I talked about that last week. I had lost my confidence and lose my confidence. I lost my belief and my ability to recover because what I was doing is I was walking in all situations with a do wrong mentality, a victim mentality that I'm going to talk about on episode 634 of the sales life. Tune in because that's important. And so I, I wasn't recovering. Because even in it, when it didn't result in a positive outcome for me, a cashable outcome, it still had currency. The do-wells have currency. And they're so important. Because what it does is it keeps your confidence growing. And if you're not investing in your confidence, confidence is an investment, not an inheritance. It's not going to come to you. And it doesn't just stay in account all day long. It's constantly oozing out unless you're feeding it the do-wells. And see, the do-wells keep you out of this perfectionism and condemnation zone. Let me tell you what's crazy about perfectionism and, and condemnation. They have the same result. They're negative. And all they do is they subtract from you. Think about it. When you're trying to do something, dude, if I was looking for perfectionism, I would have never published not one single podcast. Every single one of my podcasts are jacked up. They ain't none of them perfect. But I hit publish anyway. Because I got to get the message out. Because it's important. Because you need to apply this to your sales life. I'm a vessel of that. And then the condemnation. If I don't have any do-wells and all it is is do-wrongs, then I'm going to condemn myself because it's never good enough. It's never good enough in perfectionism, and it's never good enough when you condemn yourself. So you ain't good enough. You ain't about nothing. And you're just like your daddy. 
You just like your family. Do wells, do wells, do wells. No matter what your situation is, man. The do wells, they keep you moving. They keep you fluid. They keep you on the attack. And so stop trying to weigh them in significance to what you did wrong. You may have done something really wrong. It may have jacked up the whole deal. It's okay, man. There's got to be some fragments in there that you did well. It's why athletes watch game film. Why do they watch game film? They're looking for the do-wells. There's some things that went right, and you thought about it right on this. Now, here's some slip-ups here, and it's all about the correction. But a part of what you've got to focus on, even on your ride home tonight, man, think about your do-wells. What did you do well today? And if it's personal or professional, it's a plus, then damn it, it's a do-well. These pluses are going to add up and they're going to compound and they're going to make you stronger. So when a big situation comes up, I have a solution because I've been investing in my confidence with the do-wells. I'm going to leave you with this. The artist Macklemore. I didn't know he was, he, he kind of went off on the feeder road there and ended up having to go to rehab and stuff. And this speaks to the a do well. And he was telling, it was armchair expert, I think was the name. I just stumbled across the podcast. He was saying, when you're trying to string these days of sobriety together, as you string a bunch of them together, it kind of gets overwhelming. And you feel like you got to hold this image. You're trying to keep this facade And he said, so I just kept it real. If I broke the chain and I messed up and I got to start all back at day one again, it's okay. And I had to learn to have compassion for myself to say, okay, I don't have to be on day 1827. We're imperfect people. And so much of living your truth and being authentic is even when you mess up, there's a do-well in there. And the do-well, if anything at all, if it's all scorched and burned, the do-well is the fact that you live your truth and you say, I'm back at square one. Let's go. Instead of sitting there beating yourself up with all the do-wrongs, the years and decades, that's what I had to do. I had to live my truth. I had to sit there when people said, what are you doing back here? I demoted. A do-well for me was I show back up. I was willing to put on a suit and show up. I was defeated in the position, but I wasn't defeated as a man. So what's the do well? What's the next do well? I showed up. It's a small do well, but I showed up. I think there were people that did not think I was going to show up. And as bad as I wanted to run, I didn't. I hung in there. And then I started figuring out the department. What can I do good at this? 
What skills can I take? Talked about this. What skills can I take? You're not starting over from scratch. You're starting over from experience. I had a wealth of experience to do well. Apply it to your new position. And I started nickel and diamond pennies even of little things here, there, there, there. Do wells, do wells, do wells, do wells, do wells. So when I had my dark days, when I had my dark moments, developed a do well. The sales life is a do well. I just hit publish. Go. Live your truth. And keep showing up. And when I mess up, it's all right. Because with grace, I can always do well. Don't give up in sales, man. Don't give up to your month. Don't throw in the towel. None of that. You got plenty. And you're doing well. You're winning. Make sure you recognize it. Special thank you to Dr. Jason Selk. Hopefully one day he can come on The Sales Life and we'll talk in person um, about this book because it's a significant book. So remember, with that, the greatest sale that you will ever make is a sale you own you because you're more than enough. Be sure and check out episode 634. It's about succeeding with an attack mentality and getting out of that victim mindset. Also, if you're watching this on the replay, love to hear from you. Leave me your comments. Uh, share it with someone who needs to hear it. Tag them. And be sure and subscribe so that way you don't miss any future episodes. So with that, stay amazing. Stay in the sales life. All right, TSL Nation, that's all the time that we have today. I know I wish there was more time, but guess what? We'll be back for future episodes to prime your mind. In the meantime, why don't you do this? Head over to the Sales Life Facebook group and join a growing community of like-minded individuals who are working every single day to be top producers, both personally and professionally as well. Got to be both. Now, if you found value in today's episode, would you do me a solid? Would you share this episode with your friends, with your family, also on your socials? That's the only way that we're going to grow the Sales Life Nation is by putting your fingers to work. Also, I love ratings and reviews. Love to hear those, not only for myself, but also there are a million podcasts out there, literally a million podcasts out there. And your rating and your review could stop one to someone to look at that and say, you know what, I want to be a part of Sales Life Nation too. Look, I'm on all the socials, wherever you hang out, hook up with me there, say hello, and whatever you want to drop a line to me, do so, 337-565-0906, vsaleslife1 at gmail.com. Until next time, stay amazing.